Nika and Shantae. We are here to share our personal experiences and revelations to support the everyday person in seeing themselves fully and being empowered on their journey to self-discovery. Yo, 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 yo. Hi, and welcome back to the High Tea Honey Podcast. My name is Shantae. And I am Nika. Hi, Nika. Hi. How you doing? I am doing great today. Good. And so today for y'all, we will be talking about therapy. 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 Psychotherapy. Um, We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So just, you know, fool with us for a little while. Yes. And the title is called Take Your Ass to therapy take your ass to therapy (laughs) yes Mm, 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 mm. but before we get into our topic of the day you know we gotta slide on Noah and move into our sip so bae silt 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 well today y'all i'm sipping (laughs) (laughs) i'm sipping on some spring water with time mm-hmm. it's really good it's very refreshing i feel like it's like cleansing my system out i've been peeing a lot mm-hmm. um but i like the way it tastes it's very earthy and it makes me feel connected to my true self so pulling out them toxins pulling out them toxins spring water with some time i actually left my damn drink upstairs but i'm drinking water too with nothing in it though just a purist some spring water with a splash of Celtic salt. You just said it wasn't at the end. Well, I don't mean. I feel like that don't count though. Okay. Because it kind of it just it's just iodized. a mineral boost. Yeah, it just iodized the water so the water's alive, you know. So when it goes through my body, my body can like receive it and hydrate me and purify me. You know. I hear you. I gotta find me a comfortable way to sit. Get comfortable, girl. My feet cold. And you refuse to wear socks. I can't. (laughs) That's okay. Be free. Be free. You don't have to conform. I be wanting to so bad, but like. (sighs) It's not your thing. They gotta come off. I just, I need my feet on the ground. Okay. Anything. Anyways. So, babe, what else you sipping on? Um, so my song of the day of the moment is leveled by my dear cousin slash brother slash soulmate or something. Cause I feel Spirit him. Fam. I feel him. Mr. Duran Bernard. Yes. Leveled. I never knew how high I was until you brought me down. Ooh, it's a whole experience. Me no, but seriously, that is my shit. Yes. I can listen to that song 50 times in a row. Yes. It's so beautiful. The the songwriting, the instrumentation. Is that even a word? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, bitch. Okay. I'm <laughs> Straight off the dome. Um, the instrumentation, the arrangement, um, the production of the song oh my gosh my favorite is the drums i have a lot of favorite parts in that song but what's that thing you said last night about they can't stand next to him when it comes to what to anything (laughs) (laughs) the vocals the capacity the creativity the freedom the openness (laughs) <laughs> the truth <laughs> you know, what she said last night I don't know I was say, going did say, off did you say the air being in the lung capacity yeah the air the lung capacity the thoughts <laughs> y'all can't even comprehend oh bring me in oh, we love man, you that Durant. song is so good that album is beautiful but that one yeah, I, I mean, Kate. my comment when we were listening to it last night was, I mean, that song really could have been the whole album, but he just blessed us with some good, good extras. Yeah. Yes. 
I wonder if that's the song he started with when he first wrote the album. I don't know. I'm curious enough. Duran, we gonna okay. uh, send it to you. Uh, you uh, please let us know. Yeah, do us a little. Give us a little behind the scenes of the making of uh, what's his name of the album? Wanderlust. Wanderlust. That's the name of the album. I think so. Yeah. Give us. Give, do a little brief documentary about the behind the scenes of the cultivating of that album because it's so beautiful. It's so good. Um, that's the same song I'm sipping on too, y'all, because <laughs> that is my shit. And that's how I feel right now because we are in the new year. Yes. Happy new year. Happy spring equinox, y'all. New mm. energy, new vibes, new clarity, new drive, new motivations, new passions. It's just so new. Ooh. Ooh I yes. It. I love it. I love the newness. I love the way the newness looks on you. That smile is so sweet. Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's spring. So with spring brings on new energy, new thoughts, new desires, new compassions. So make sure y'all are using this time to really start to cultivate the life that y'all want to see by the end of the year. I'm excited to see what everybody creates this year for themselves. I'm excited to see what we create, what we master, um, what we produce, our abundance, prosperity, the harvest. I can't wait to the harvest. Yes. I'm ready to see it. So, yeah, that is my exciting sip other than what are we watching? Um, we just started watching Unprisoned oh, yeah, on yeah, Hulu yeah. with Kerry Washington and Delroy Lindo. Is that his last name? Lindor Lindo. Yeah. Lindo. Um, you know, we didn't finish it yet, but we're a couple of episodes in and I'm enjoying it so far. It's Actually, so she's a therapist in uh the show. And, she's and we're talking about therapy today. She's a family. I think a marriage and family. A marriage and family I believe. therapist. Come on now. Right on time. The alignment of it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any books you're reading? Um, I am still listening to adult children of emotionally immature parents on audiobook and huh, I can tell that I am really in a place to hear this and as challenging as some of it might be I'm really growing from it and really learning from it and really getting what I need to get from it so I feel excited I love to hear that so the book that I'm listening to is the aftercare of that book, which is called Self-Care for Adult Children with Emotionally Immature Parents. Y'all, I've only been like 15 minutes into the read, and she already done snatched <laughs> my blonde hair back. <laughs> it's late, too, boy. <laughs> I know I got somewhere to go later. <laughs> so I had to make sure the girl was right. But yeah, like... She's just like the tools for this particular book is really just helping you understand um, how worthy you are, how necessary you are, how important you are in spite of. And I think that that's very beautiful because that's where I am in my life just as a whole understanding my worthiness in spite of my childhood experiences and it really is just a beautiful validation to human existence Mm -hmm. because we all matter and we're all worthy and we all deserve it but sometimes depending on our upbringing or life challenges or circumstances can shift the way that we see ourselves and what we believe about ourselves and what we think we deserve so it is y'all highly recommend i'll put it here so that way y'all can tap in with that because it's it's a really good read yeah so far and i mean i'm only 15 minutes (laughs) child so i don't even know how she's gonna snatch my wig back even more yeah i'm gonna check that one out next it's really good oh Oh, what? Another thing before we come up off this sip. So, I'm a Twitter girl. <laughs> Love Twitter. Be on the shit. 
all the time. But I saw something very alarming yesterday that really made me sad. So I'm on Twitter just scrolling, looking at my news feed, and I came across a news article about Amanda Bynes. And if y'all know who Amanda Bynes is, she was on all that. She probably guest starred on like a Keenan and Kel episode before. She like, had her own show she too, was, right? Yeah, the, the Amanda, Amanda show. show. Like she was like one of the 90s kid stars. And the article basically was talking about how she was like in a like psychiatric crisis. And... That shit really made me feel so sad. Like, my heart really, like, broke for her, you know, because, you know, these children, they start off really young, you know, just giving a lot of themselves, you know, to something that might not be true for them. Or even if it is true for them and it does align with who they are, I feel like sometimes the people above them kind of manipulate that or take advantage of that or don't give them the space to be that and. And I feel like she might be succumbing to that, the pressures of having to live her life that way, you know, for the majority of her life and then being able to find an identity outside of that Mm -hmm. in adult life. And so they basically were saying that she was on like a psychiatric hold, um, like a 50, a 50, 51 psychiatric. 51, 50, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 50, 51 psychiatric hold because they found her wandering down the street in LA with no clothes on. And that just, I mean, I know she's a celebrity, but this is how I, this, she's a person. Mm Hmm. And, like, depending on what you're going through, things can really shift your emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being, like, in drastic ways. And that just really alarmed me and really scared me. And I was just, like, I just was sending her well wishes that she could rehabilitate herself and she could get the support that she needs, the thoughtful, loving, caring, nurturing support to rehabilitate her life and to reclaim herself, who she knows she she truly is deep down within. That's beautiful. Thank you. I'm for real. That thing happened. I was shocked. I was like, (gasps) (laughs) like, I couldn't believe this shit, girl. It just, ugh. That made me feel so sad. And it's not even that because it's her specifically. I just think about how many people are really going through that. And if you just kind of understand, like, L.A. culture right now, like, it's literally two worlds happening in L.A. There is this deep, immense amount of homelessness happening right now. And then it's really like a Hollywood life all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that's also not just L.A. either, you know, Mm -hmm. it's everywhere. There's the nice part, and then there are the parts that people wish would be hidden, like the homelessness and the poverty and the hurt and the pain that people experience day to day. Because at the end of the day, I believe that most people just want a good quality of life and to be able to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there are certain systems and ideas and practices in place that can make that challenging for some people um, in whatever regard. And, you know, that's the stuff that a lot of people would like to see hidden. They don't want that in their faces, even though it's the real reality. Yeah. It just, yeah. Okay. I'm done seeing that. Well, we are sending love to Amanda Bynes and anyone right now who is in crisis, approaching crisis, um, and who just needs some extra love and support right now. Yeah. We need it all over the world because we don't even know how close we are from our own mental breakdown. Listen, all it takes is one (laughs) thing. That one straw. Literally. And like, we don't even be knowing what the straw is till it's cracked. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. You ready to move on, mama? Let's move on, baby. Okay, let's move on, you guys. All right. So we are talking about therapy today. And basically, we are just going to jump right in and get to it. Um, 
therapy bay. You want to lead us in? I go. I've been. <laughs> I will continue to go. Yes. <laughs> I may take breaks, but I probably will always kind of circle back just for like a refresher, a rebalance, just to assure that I'm actually growing and evolving and not becoming, I'm not plateauing out. Yeah. I think um, therapy can be very helpful. It has been extremely helpful for me um, as someone who just been through a lot of shit in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the most basic way to put it. Um, but therapy has really been a helpful space for me to understand myself better and really realize that as crazy and as fucked up as I might believe that I am, there is actually nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that has been extremely valuable and extremely helpful to me. Um, at my core, there is nothing wrong with me. I might have thoughts and ideas and beliefs that kind of, you know, cloud my judgment or take me away from my true self sometimes. But I do think that at least for me, therapy has been a tool to get back in touch with the things that I intuitively knew were true about me and about my life that I just didn't feel confident enough to trust or I didn't feel like I could because of, you know, all of these other things going on. Yeah. Um, so are you the only person in your family that goes to therapy? Um, well, my wife, <laughs> my wife goes to therapy that's me <laughs> <laughs> my wife definitely goes to therapy um yeah uh actually no there are a couple of other family members of mine that I know have gone to therapy mm-hmm. um and that makes me feel excited um I do think that maybe I was one of the first ones so at the time that I started therapy or was seeking out therapy I was the only one Mm -hmm. um but yeah now I can say that there are other family members friends loved ones people that I know who have um and do go to therapy Mm -hmm. what what about you um right now I know I'm the only one that goes to therapy um, a couple of my best friends have been to therapy and would go on and off. Um, I'm not sure if they stuck with it, you know, on a consistent basis, but I know that they have, you know, uh, darkened that doorstep of a therapist's office or camera, you know, to start addressing some of the challenges that they have. I would say I've probably been the one that's been in it the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going to therapy for the last five years of my life <laughs> because I've been through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I also came into this life with some shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, dealing with, like, this lifetime shit and, like, some past lifetime shit that has carried over maybe, like, through my own personal existence or maybe like ancestral or like bloodline legacy wise. And I, and like, this is the lifetime for that stuff to be kind of like worked out. And I am the conduit that was assigned to do those things. And sometimes I'd be like, Lord, <laughs> give your girl a break. <laughs> Cause Jesus. Tie it down here. Bro. Weary. <laughs> like Solange said. I'm weary of the ways of the world. We'll add that to the uh, SIP playlist on Spotify as well. Please tap in with that if you haven't already. We got some good stuff on there. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I think let's talk about this from our perspective. So okay. we are black women. Black women. Okay. Black. Okay. And um, I know like historically in our community, at least in a lot of the interactions that I have had, um, people tend to look at therapy as a lot of things. Mm -hmm. They consider that some white people shit. (laughs) Um, Some people consider it a luxury, Um, you know, something that is not really accessible or Mm -hmm. affordable. Um, And I think, Part of the reason why those 
assessments are the most dominant assessments is because there may not be as many conversations about the benefits of therapy or, you know, people who are in therapy or who have been to therapy kind of sharing their experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, that's kind of why we're having this conversation now, like just to share a different side or a different perspective um, for anyone who may be about to begin therapy considering starting therapy um or in a place of like wondering like could it be helpful for me um you know this is for y'all yeah like i i would say from like the black community's experience um just because these things what would, what would you say what would they be called like colloquialisms mm-hmm. like you better pray about it mm-hmm. or Ain't nothing wrong with you. You ain't been through enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> this and why do I feel this way? <laughs> yeah. You know, like we definitely uh, used uh, religion as a way to get through. And I don't think that it has not been helpful, but you could still have religion and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and is sometimes necessary for people. Yeah, it's whatever you need to be well. Like, I really think it's that simple. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel in your heart, like, mm, even a curiosity about therapy and maybe your religion is the thing that's holding you back from seeking that out. Like, if I were in your shoes, I won't tell you what to do, but I would question, like, how is this religion, this thing that is, you know, something that I'm really connected to, something that, uh, you know, I feel like supports me, is a part of who I am. Why would this thing turn me away from getting help and support, like, and really addressing my emotional needs? Yeah. Um, my mental needs, my psychological needs, like, we are multifaceted individuals. Very multifaceted. And so, yeah, if religion speaks to you, have your religion. But there are also other parts of you, too. And it's okay to get care and support in those areas. Like, you might more easily go to the gym and get a fitness trainer to help you if you had some physical goals. So, I mean, just think of therapy or a therapist as, you know, just a coach or someone that can support you in your mental emotional goals yeah well said (laughs) well said um for me I always just think about like if the desire or the curiosity comes up that means that's the direction you need to be going in of course you're going to feel skeptical and you're going to feel leery because it's outside of your norm. But sometimes our comfort zone really does stifle us from getting to that next level that we want to see for ourselves, whether that is the mental capacity to be, be and visualize or expand our perspective in a new way or our emotional um, care, like expanding our heart, being able to open our heart, being able to forgive something I'm working on um, and being able to let go and release, you know, so that way we can have those other floods of um, that beautiful things that life has to offer us come in. Like sometimes I feel like when you have the curiosity to do something that means that that's it's that time for that shift you just you know I would say just do your research or you know if you know that there's somebody within your network of people you know who have done it just pick their brain about it it might not be like um it might not always be a positive conversation but you know just understanding if these things were helpful and what was their experience like you know just to kind of nudge you further towards getting outside of that comfort zone to give yourself the next level of care and support that you really do need in order for you to be your full self in this earth school yeah i definitely agree with that because on this journey 
no matter who you are, you are probably going to run into some problems. You're probably going to run into some things that are uncomfortable. Um, and sometimes you need support. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having that support. Um, so part of it is going to be about opening your mind, maybe changing your mind about some of the judgments that you have of yourself or some of the perceived judgments that you think other people will put onto you. Like, you know, worrying about what people think and what you say. It's almost like if you're hurting, if you're in a place of pain, if you don't feel like yourself, if you want to connect with yourself more deeply, therapy can be a helpful option for you. Yeah, and it ain't got to be no, it is not to to the end of your lifetime. It's for whatever you need. Mm-hmm. If those goals um, or um, desires are met in a few sessions, kudos. Yeah, you can go in there and have a specific issue like, hey, like I am working on forgiveness or something mm-hmm. or like, I just feel emotionally unstable or I'm having a hard time in my relationships mm-hmm. um, or at my job or something. And you kind of just need to talk that stuff out in a safe, unbiased space. Like you can do that. And I don't have to be like, oh, I'm in therapy for 30 years. I mean, and plus, let me just also say there is nothing wrong with being in therapy for 30 years. Hopefully, you know, it wouldn't take that long. Like you can get some tools Um, And you can be open to the process, but the experience can be whatever you need or want it to be. Again, it's just, you know, trusting yourself to inch yourself out there to see if it's for you. Yeah. I mean, and like any, like it's a service, right? So if you go in there and you like, "Mm." and I'm not talking about off some like, oh, like I don't want to do the work type energy. Like, oh, it's too much for me. But like, if you just if you just sincerely feel like nah, this ain't it, then like you could leave. You know, it's not a long term contract or commitment. Yeah, it's like not a, it's not a life. It's not a life thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, and I mean, and there are many different types of therapy too. Mm-hmm. Um, there is talk therapy, group therapy. This is a small list of the available options talk therapy group therapy they have play therapy art therapy Mm -hmm. like some people incorporate exercise you know into their therapeutic experiences like there really are a number of options available um you know all with the goal of helping you get some support and some relief yeah and just kind of helping you understand you know what your mind is trying to show you and release what your emotions are trying to show you and release like that is it is it is the assistant to getting you to where you want to go it's not the forever ride yeah you know and i feel like one of the hardest things that we'll do in this lifetime is the work that we do on ourselves so I think it I think that God would have not put all of these people mm. here on this earthly plane if we could not exi- assist each other in helping each other ascend to their highest selves. And I really do feel like therapists and I'm talking about non problematic therapists. Did it stop? Mm-mm, go ahead. Um Non-problematic therapists um, could really help you get to your true self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We do want to touch on some benefits and some challenges around what could be stopping somebody from going to therapy or seeking out therapy. So we're going to run down that little list for you so we'll start with the challenges first um just because these things can be real life for people and Mm -hmm. these are the things that could put a halt on why somebody would even start therapy in the first place so the first one that we have is religion religion and i'm like we talking about like deep 
what is it with them damn Mormons, Latter Day Saints? Stop calling people out. <laughs> <laughs> They don't move beyond their community. I don't know nobody, so I can't speak on it. <laughs> I be watching documentaries and stuff, y'all. I'm just saying. But, like, so religion. But another big one is cost. Yeah. How much therapy cost can really, like, stifle or, like, halt somebody's um, approach to getting the support that they need? Because... Shit is high. It really can be. It can be. And I will say that lately, I'm really happy to see that more affordable options are becoming available to people. Um, You know, it is possible to see a therapist using your health insurance if you have it. Um, So that could be an option. But there are also a number of groups, um, you know, offering services and, you know, People do offer, like, therapists do offer sliding scale costs sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really do feel like if you are in a place where you're curious, like, if you're willing to, you know, do a little bit of research and kind of stay present with with that feeling that you have, um, you can find something that works for you. I do believe that. Yeah. So another challenge that some people might experience is, accessibility mm-hmm. and when I think of accessibility it literally came from one of my cohort members um, earlier um, last week when I was doing a training and we were kind of talking about therapy and we were talking about it and she was saying accessibility so I was thinking about it from the sense of like not being able to find somebody mm-hmm. but she was literally talking about it from like being able to like actually get there to do the session like some people don't drive some people might have to take public transportation. Some people, you know, might their work schedule may conflict with their ability to be able to get to a session. So like something, it being accessible to everybody, you know, could be a challenge for some people, especially if you like the breadwinner of your household and like you putting in all of the work and you just, you created your mind around like, I can't have no days off cause I gotta make sure this family survive. It's gonna be very challenging for you to figure out how to carve out time to access this other thing that you need but then just on a more basic level like what it takes to get there that could also go back to cost the cost Mm -hmm. of being able to get to therapy and then also pay for therapy so some of these kind of intertwine with each other Mm -hmm. um another one is um showing up and being willing to participate yes I have a lot to say about that, but I, you know, share just a little. Um, Therapy is not somewhere you go for someone to fix you. If anyone is going to fix you, it's going to be you. 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 You have to do the work. So, you know, going in there and, you know, no shade if there is some resistance. Because when I first started, I was at a, a breaking point. And like, I knew I needed to go, but like, because it was a new experience, like I was resistant to it in some ways. Like it was hard for me to open up um, and be honest and like really talk about my stuff because it felt so heavy and it felt so big to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I had to reach a point where I realized like, okay, these people are not going to do anything for me if I don't do anything for myself. Hello, you so, got to support yourself first. First and foremost. So being in a space where you look at it like that, like this person or this group of people, you know, whatever form your therapy takes, they are here to support me in doing my work. I think if you keep that in mind, you will probably have a better experience with therapy versus like going there, expecting somebody to tell you something that's so profound and then all of a sudden all of your problems are fixed like there will be gems but you have to be open to receiving them and then once you receive them you have to be willing to do something with them apply you have to be willing to apply them and i would say the same thing about um showing up and being willing to participate in the work um child 
I came along my my therapy journey very dramatically. I was like, <laughs> I just felt myself just unraveling. I kept having these dreams about me falling over a cliff. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, bitch? Am I falling to my death? Like, And so I remember um, I had, I don't know, I was just in a mood. I'm a moody person sometimes. And um, I was just so aggravated. But I was aggravated with myself. But it felt like the people outside of me were aggravating me. So I was just so aggravated. So I was like storing upstairs, like busting my parents room. And I was like, I need to go to therapy. Y'all need to help me find a therapist because I'm about to break. <laughs> like, Sometimes that is, I mean, I, like I said, I was at a breaking point too. Sometimes that is how you approach therapy. Like, oh, bitch, I just need some help. Somebody, please. It's a cry for help. I, <laughs> it is, it's so funny. <laughs> what is so funny is like, I didn't go to therapy until like five years later. <laughs> but you knew, I mean, the same thing happened to me. I knew when I was a, a young teenager, Ooh, I was like, dramatic. mama, we need to go to family <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Did we go? No. no. <laughs> but I knew for myself that was something that I wanted to experience. And mm. I did. And I'm happy. I'm really happy that I did. Girl. <laughs> Thankful. <laughs> Shout out to all of my good therapists. Because I've had a few that weren't so good. But I've had some really, really great therapists. So I've thank had y'all. mom therapists since I've had three different therapists so far and like they all been really good they've all been good they've all met me where I was at that particular mm -hmm. time in my life and when it was time to make a shift I trusted myself to tell them ah, you ain't the one no more which is hard because you feel bad because you get attached I'm attached mm -hmm. I get attached to people so yeah, that was my introduction into therapy but once I finally got into therapy um I was so ready to do the goddamn work. Like, mm -hmm. child, she was looking at me like, girl, <laughs> this is only the second session. And I'm like, and I need to do this. I need to I fix need my that. life, like, motherfucker. We ain't got time. Iyala. Oh, and what's all I would say, that was like my first mm -hmm. like real therapy introduction was watching Iyala fix my life. I know some of y'all don't like Iyala, but I love her. Mm -hmm. I am a black woman through and through. And that that motherly tough love i need that because i am a a hard motherfucker to wrangle <laughs> and so like some people don't like her tactics but i can see how they are necessary for me i still want to do a session with her but my girl don't do therapy sessions no more <sighs> but on to the next challenges the other challenges that you could face is finding the right person and the possibility of medication. Mm -hmm. So um, with therapy, it, for, for the people who don't know, typically you begin a therapeutic relationship with a consultation. So that's where you and the potential therapy, it's like you shopping around. Mm -hmm. You get to have conversations with these people um, you know, sometimes it's a phone call, maybe it's a Zoom chat or, um, you know, you might see them in person, but it's really just like a brief opportunity to kind of like learn a little bit more about them, their style, their approach. Um, so that is part of the process of finding a therapist. Yeah, that's kind of how my approach was. I started with um, like an intern intake counselor so she was like start like she was shadowing under the person who ended up being my um first therapist I thought that she was my therapist because I had did like three sessions with her but what she was doing was she was doing all my intake to figure out where my challenges and my limitations were but she was also getting the practice in to like be able to like you know assist in ushering somebody in and then her being able to build out like a um, treatment plan um, to be able to treat or help support a support plan to be able to support her uh, clients you know as they work through um, some of the things that came up in their intake process so I thought she was my initial therapist so when she when I went 
<laughs> like the fourth time and it was a different person i was like who the fuck are you <laughs> um but she ended up being the right person that i needed at that time because she really did give me the space to just kind of go through my emotions and she has seen me in whew, some highs and Oh, child, some lows. She knew when I was in the lows because the way I would come dressed. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, it's one of those days. I'd be like, girl. Yeah. And some days we would just fucking sit there. Mm-hmm. But just to be able to sit in a space where somebody could just hold space for you and just be like, whenever you're ready. And sometimes the readiness never came. And some of that had to do with a little bit of resistance, but... Just to know that somebody was willing to sit there until I was ready, it made all the fucking difference in the world. Yeah. And then the other thing is medication. Some people feel like they're so far gone, which might not actually be true, um, that they are leery that when they go, they might. Well, I would say it in black terms, they might try to dope you up. Go to therapy. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes when people feel like they were like me, like I felt like I was at my breaking point. I did have some suspicions about if they were going to try to put me on medication to kind of balance me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, child, fuck that. I'm still going, bitch. We cross <laughs> that bridge when we get there, like. I need to talk this out now because I'm about to explode. But medication is very scary. I think it is a very deep conversation that you need to have with yourself and with your therapist around their practices, around how they use medicine, who they give this medicine to, why they prescribe this type of medicine, what's the protocol around using this medicine, it's, it's so many things that come around with medication. But I think the biggest thing that might be a challenge for some people is feeling like they're so far gone that they're going to put them on that. And then, like, that'll be the end of it. Like, yeah, no work, no work won't still have to be done or that the therapist will kind of cast them away. Like, well, we put you on medicine. You ain't got to come no more. You know, so that's my perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can definitely see how that's true. Like people probably even avoiding therapy altogether mm-hmm. just because it's like, oh, well, I don't want to be put on medication. One, first and foremost, it is a choice. Like they cannot force you to take anything. Um, but if the option is presented to you, I do think that it is worth considering um, because some people really do benefit from medication some people don't mm-hmm. um so it is going to be a very personal decision i cannot sit here and tell anybody you know what i think they should do because mm-hmm. that is a personal choice and a personal decision but i would say um as far as medication is concerned if the the possible possibility of somebody offering you or recommending that you take medication for maybe anxiety or depression or PTSD flashbacks or whatever your particular situation may be. If the possibility of somebody giving you medication is the thing that's stopping you from going to therapy. No, (laughs) I'm going to just say no, like don't (laughs) let that be the thing because there are a number of possibilities. There's a possibility that you could start taking medication and really start feeling better. There's a possibility that that conversation might not ever happen. There's a possibility that the conversation might come up and you might decide, you know, no, I'm not really feeling that. Like, let me try this. Let me try talking this out first. Like, let me try, you know, it this way without the medication. So there are a number of possibilities. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities around medication. Um, I was on it for a minute. Had to get the fuck up off. <laughs> I was like, no, no. I felt like a fucking zombie. I ain't like that. Yeah. I've had my experience with medication too. Um, and it was not my thing simply because my body is so sensitive. I have a lot of allergies, a lot of problems. So it was making me sick. Um, 
and it wasn't it wasn't helping uh my my mental emotional state either because I was just I was sick so like it wasn't really benefiting me in my particular body composition um and plus like just from a keeping it real 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 perspective um for me I was able to reach a place where I really understood that my depression my anxiety um my CPTSD were things that I need to needed to explore like I needed to go back inside of myself and like really figure out the truth and for me I realized that I needed um a clarity that the medication didn't provide yeah that bitch had me I I can't even I just felt like zombie like I was just not really alive like I was almost like observing myself and I'm like I basically bust up in my therapist's office. I was like, I ain't taking this shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> I was, y'all, I used to be so unhinged. <laughs> Jesus. Thank God for delivering me. Oh, Nika, you've done so well. I'm so yeah. proud of you, girl. And then on the flip side of that, because I do want to give a balanced perspective. I do have friends, mm-hmm. you know, who are on medication, have yes. been on medication for years and like really, really, really have benefited, really have and seen. And thriving, doing well. Seeing improvements in their mental states, uh, in their lives. Like it really was the thing to really help them be able to, do the therapy to, you know, give them some type of grounding and stability as they did the hard work. Yeah. So there are pros and cons to it. Yeah. So no fear. No fear. Just like my baby said, be open to the possibilities. The possibility that it could be brought up. The possibility that it could never be brought up. And the understanding that you have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice. My prayer is that you're not on the verge of a, on a, on the road to a psychotic break. Yeah, because that's real life, you know. Um, and they could see those things, so sometimes that could be possibly why those types of conversations could come up. Um, but even then, it's still nothing to be alarmed about. You know, they are trained to see the things that we feel, so they see us. We feel it, so they can see what we're experiencing so that is why they can make those types of um professional what would you call it recommendations yeah professional recommendations about maybe something else that could support you along with the work that y'all are doing yeah and i just i don't know i feel led to say this um if you are seeking therapy or considering it or whatever, you are not crazy. Not at all. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Like, it's not that you a weak ass, whatever. Like, you're a person trying to figure out your life and you recognize that you need some help and support. That's simply what it is. Like, pay attention to what stories you have around therapy, around your right to be happy, whole, like, you know, explore the beliefs that you have that might be stopping you from getting the help that could really benefit you in the long run. There's nothing to be ashamed about. At all. So let's move into some of these benefits. Yes, get into the benefits. So this is the one that I came up with because this was the one that I needed. I needed to be seen. Yes. Authentically, just somebody to just see what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I used to be in my therapy session like, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Girl, my therapist just be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, bitch, because I've been talking to a lot of brick walls for a long time, bitch. You need to make sure you ain't one. And she was like, I see what you said, one thousand percent. Especially when I got my black therapist. Mm, it she ain't nothing really, like a good black therapist. I ain't she gonna lie. really saw me. <laughs> and I, oh Lord, saved my life. Truly. Truly. And truly did. And with that being seen, um, I think some of the other benefits are 
like liberation and freedom because when I think the benefit of being seen is it allows you space and kind of boosts the confidence to be your full self because mm-hmm. you realize like, well, for me, I'll speak for myself. I realized, like I said earlier, I'm not a problem. Like I might have problems, but I myself am not a problem. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with me, my wants, my desires. Like I'm I'm okay. I just need to, you know, kind of sort through some things um to be in a clear and stable space but at my core there's nothing wrong with me yeah i like that the freedom yeah and the validation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that validation that's important because something that i learned um while reading the book or listening to the audiobook that Shantae is listening to now um, adult children um, with emotionally immature parents. Um, in that book, I can't remember which chapter, she talks about childhood as it relates to siblings. Mm-hmm. And she basically goes through a scenario of like, all the children are having the same experience, but from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And all of the children have the same parents, but on an individual level, those parents are different for Mm -hmm. each of those children. So, like, you know, when they be like, you could be raised, I don't understand how you could be that way. We was all raised in the same house with the same parents. Because everybody was having different experiences of those parents because those parents were not the same parents to your sibling as they were to you based on whatever your tics and your um I don't even what would be the word your tendencies and your demeanor and you know the way that you were the way that you showed up to them they nurtured you in that way versus maybe you had a uh, a sibling who was different from you that mother responded and nurtured and cared for that child in a different way Mm -hmm. so like you know like the validation of understanding like we all was raised in the same household true but like my experience of us being raised in that household has left me with these imprints on my mind and those imprints are different from my siblings but I know what I experienced and then the therapist was like yes that was your experience. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, they really do help take the word crazy off the table mm-hmm. because we be thinking we're crazy because we feel completely different from how somebody else experienced the exact same situation that we was experiencing. But our temperaments are different. Our emotional capacities are different. Our mental capacities are different, you know, and so we all seeing the same thing and we're all experiencing the same situation, but it's all being filtered very differently. Mm-hmm. And so being able to be validated um, does help move you a little bit closer towards that freedom and that liberation to be a true self and to still have your story and not be apologetic about your story and still understand that your story is true and mm-hmm. Somebody else who shared that same experience with you, their story is true, too. Yeah. So those are some of the benefits of going to therapy. Yeah. They have liberated me, child. Yeah. I mean, I, based on my experience, I definitely recommend therapy. Um, I do see it as a very useful and helpful tool to health, healing, and self-discovery. Yeah. So the last point we got is the different types of therapy that y'all might want to try if y'all are interested or curious or been thinking about going, have been going to therapy and you want to expand your uh, therapy experience. Um, Got a few different types of therapy y'all could go to. Yeah. So um, there is individual therapy, group therapy support groups around certain issues like um 
maybe people dealing with a particular illness, um, survivors of sexual assault or traumatic trauma, um, just like so many different groups that might relate to you and whatever your experience is. There's um, different modalities. Mm -hmm. So there's art therapy you can do. I was a part of like a a writing therapy group. Mm -hmm. Um, Our friend has a writing therapy group. Shout out to you, Camille. Camille. Write to Liberation. Yes. At Girl Mill on Instagram. Holler at her. Yes, indeed. Yes. That's my sister. I love her so much. Um, another type is somatic experiencing therapy. And that's actually something that I used and like really, 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 truly benefited from. Um, you can look a little bit more into it, but I'll just say that Um, As a trauma survivor, it was really helpful because it focuses on um, nervous system regulation Mm -hmm. and like how to really be in your body and be safe in your body. Um, That was so valuable. It's about I'm feeling activated. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling disrupted. How can I resource myself and how can I use the tools around me to really get myself back to a space of calm of you know being here being present not being in a dissociated state um that was extremely valuable for me yeah I was a part of one of those therapy sessions yeah (laughs) we'll talk about that another time another time child (laughs) another time but all in all what we really want you all to know is that therapy is a tool to help you become aware of your truths that you already know deep down in your bones Yes. You already know. You are just sitting across from somebody who has an expanded vocabulary, an expanded thought perspective to help you bring help bring you back to your true self. Mm, I just thought about leveled again. Bring me in. Mm. Bring me in. They're going to bring you in to, to yourself. yourself. That's all it is. Nobody, like, I know it's a lot of stereotypes, like you said, a lot of colloquialisms. People are like, oh, they shrink. They messing with your head. If if you feel like somebody doing that to you, leave. Because it's really all about you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, y'all, that's what we got. That's what we have. I hope this was helpful. Um, if any of y'all have any experiences with therapy or anything that we talked about, such as finding a therapist, um, beginning the process, being in the process, staying in the process, um, deciding if you wanted to try a medication to help or support, like, please tap in with us and share your experience. Um, you can leave it in the comments. You can, um, connect with us on social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, all at high tea honey. Um, of course, if you're listening to our audio version of our podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor. I think they actually just um, moved that over. So now it's called like Spotify for podcasters, basically. But, mm. you know, find us. <laughs> We're out here. We're everywhere. We love y'all. We want y'all. To be y'all absolute best selves. We are working every single day to be our best selves. We put our lives on the line. Every day. <laughs> to be our best, most our best, most authentic selves. And it is hard work. It is tiresome work. It is gruesome work. But it has been very rewarding. I would not be able to be sitting in front of y'all right now if I had not stepped in and started doing my work and I've been doing this work for a long ass time oh yes I'm not new to it I'm true to it 14 (laughs) years whatever it takes for 14 years it sometimes I still feel like I'm at the starting line bitch yeah but you know therapy is one tool that can help you on that journey um to self-discovery and health and wholeness all right y'all all right 
Be loyal. Be true. Be you. See you later. Thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at High Tea Honey. And we'll see y'all next time. Be well. Be true. Be you. Music by Shiver Bruce. Thank you.